The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So, so last week we touched on a very important idea. Actually, it's a race consciousness idea that's been around for a, while, a couple of decades now that we've observed has been picking up steam. And the instant we expressed it, we knew there was the need to expand on this false idea, and Mother's Day seems to be the perfect day for this expansion. And the false idea that's been expanding for a while now is that women need to try harder while men don't need to try at all. Well, for that, all we can say is time's up, time's up, Time's up. You are cognizant. Everyone present, I know, is cognizant of the evolution of divine consciousness that's occurring with this generation. And you're cognizant of your active and vital role within it. The evolution of consciousness manifesting within our physical lifetimes is the light, love, and energy of source. So radiant in its illumination. The darkest of ideas, thoughts, actions, lies, energy, and energy may no longer linger in the silence of darkness. This illumination is not occurring to place anyone in a state of shock or disbelief. Rather, it is occurring to lift the whole of humanity to a state of illumination in consciousness where pure courage, faith, and belief and an unwavering knowing operates in the awareness that time's up. This is the lifetime to create and live beyond the confines of such limited negative thinking and behavior. The time is up on old ingrained patterns of behavior and thought which promote that our mothers, our sisters, our aunts, nieces, wives and girls, friends, our daughters must try harder at all things at all times that they must try harder at being taken seriously, leading, receiving equal pay, or, or receiving simply being equal. The evolution of consciousness does not and will not allow for the continued discrimination and limitation of an individual based on their gender, race, sexual orientation, physical condition, gender identity, economic status, or even their theological preference. Although in some cases on that last one, we wish it, if it could, it would. In the Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote, the universal medium, our soul, has been called the womb of nature, and the Holy Mother, because it is receptive to the spirit and, in, and is impregnated with divine ideas. It gives birth to the ideas of the spirit, and therefore, is the feminine principle of nature. 
the evolution of consciousness that is actively playing out in our journey is the birth of the divine ideas of triune equality for all. Triune equality in the expression of kindness, compassion, fairness, and unconditional love. And we want you to be aware that the next time you see something on the news or, or read in the paper, the, the story on the movements of Me Too, Black Lives Matter, Time's Up, LBGTQ rights, sensible gun ownership, or the one or two we're certain we have forgotten, understand what you are witnessing is the eruption of the evolution of consciousness and not a temporary political movement. In Psalms of the Holy Scripture, it, it stated, I said, you are gods, children of the Most High. And God, as we claim it, is the energy and essence and, nurture, and nurturing power of unconditional love. The consciousness of humanity has arrived at a choice point for all to make. And individuals may choose to move into the embrace of illumination, of the evolving love of spirit, or be absorbed by it. Because time's up. The universe will no longer continue to allow for expression in manners that do not affirm and replicate its power of love. Our affirmation card this week is from Dr. Louise Hay, who said, Love is the greatest healing power I know. Love can heal even the deepest and most painful memories because love brings the light of understanding to the darkest corners of our hearts and minds. Love brings the light. The unconditional love of presence is the spiritual substance giving birth to new ideas and new ways of creating and living as source in the physical realm. As spiritual beings operating in this world of ours, our very first awareness of the power of unconditional love comes from the mothers in our lives. As children, we believe in the power of our mother's love to heal, to comfort, to make all things new. So this Mother's Day, let us honor the mothers in our lives for being our mothers. And also, let us honor them for all they represent, the evolution, the function, and the demonstration of the divine feminine principle, a principle which manifests as a quintessential love, which is the title of our lesson this morning, a quintessential love. So we have a little parable for you. It's about a young mother. She's had a very hectic day, as young mothers have, with her four-year-old daughter getting into all kinds of trouble just running her ragged throughout the day. And finally, when bedtime came around, the mother had had it, and she just laid down the law. And she looked at a little girl, and she said, we're putting on your PJs, we're brushing your teeth, we're reading one book, and then it's lights out. And the little girl reached up and hugged her mother's neck, wrapped her arms around her in a gentle embrace, and said, you know, Mommy, today in youth church, we learned about little boys and girls who don't have mommies and daddies. And the mother just sighed a bit and thought, even after she had been such a grouch to her little girl, her beautiful daughter is still grateful to have her. 
and the mother could feel the tears begin to well up in her eyes, and then the little girl leaned in tighter and whispered, maybe you could go be their mama. <laughs> so there is a moral to this story, and the moral to this story is this. The mothers in our journey have a thankless responsibility. Irma Bombeck once said, the term working mother is redundant. We agree. I have witnessed the mothers in our congregation, I kid you not, work two and three income-producing jobs, all while doing the job of raising their children, attend long, very long school functions and productions, such as a fourth-grade version of Greece. We've all been there. Regardless of the day they've had, spend the night in the hospital who, with their child who, were, who was ill and go straight to work the following morning. Provide profound insights to their two-year-old child and even profound insights to their 50-year-old child. Hold their tongues while their children made what will certainly demonstrate as one of the worst mistakes of the child's life and give unconditional love and support when the children make a life decision that will carry them across the world. And I've even witnessed these moms, these demonstrations of the divine feminine, provide unconditional love and support when their children make a life decision that will carry them into the next realm of existence as well. So why do they do it? Better yet, how do they do it? Where do they get that resolve to carry that responsibility to express that nurturing compassion and just unconditional support? You know, there's that adult adage, well, that's just what mothers do. We expect it of them, and without hesitation, they fulfill that expectation. When the reality is the mothers, the ladies of our journey, are more in alignment with the divine feminine principle of nurturing from an energy and consciousness of unconditional love. I believe Mary Baker Eddy summed it up nicely about living in alignment with principle, the principle of the divine feminine, when she wrote this. She said to live and let live without clamor for distinction or recognition. To wait on divine love. To write truth first on the tablet of one's own heart. This is the sanity and perfection of living. The sanity and perfection of living. Just expressing unconditional love without recognition. Gentlemen, we have a role in the evolution of consciousness as well. To accept this role, let's be aware over the past couple of decades, the male of our species you know, they've been evolving. I've witnessed it even in our own congregation that more and more of the, the male species is evolving into alignment with this energy of unconditional love. They're not giving up anything. They're simply expanding all that they may become. So the feminine and the masculine energies begin to coexist in a co-creative process. Men are more nurturing, more loving, more self-aware of their spiritual ability to give birth to new ideas and ways of creating and living. And for those who, for whatever reason, refuse or, or are unable to be in alignment with the illumination of consciousness, 
clinging to old ideas and behaviors and beliefs? Well, they'll simply be absorbed by the light and become something else. One of the most enlightening articles I've ever read about the divine, divine feminine was written by a friend of mine, Dr. Dennis Merritt Jones. And I want us to expand on this article some today, and so I've asked for some assistance. And one of, one of the daughters of our congregation, you know, we claim her as our daughter, is Brittany Shelton. And Brittany's the daughter of Alona Jones Shelton, and she's going to assist us in our awakening this morning. So please welcome Brittany Shelton. Oh, thank you, Gwen. You're good. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's an old English proverb that goes, God couldn't be everywhere, so he created mothers. While we know that in truth, the infinite one is indeed everywhere, it is omnipresence. The folk wisdom and metaphor as quoted depicts the ineffable character of the divine feminine, which is omnipresent, nurturing and sustaining all living things while excluding none. Dr. Ernest Holmes refers to the feminine principle as the universal womb of nature, because as an omnipresent principle, operating through all living things, it, is, it knows how to unconditionally nurture and grow to fruition whatever falls into its embrace. Therefore, another term for the divine feminine could be unconditional love. In other words, infinite presence as a divine feminine is unconditional love. Most all of us have heard and agree with the statement that unconditional love is the most powerful force in the universe because it aligns us directly with the highest vibration of the infinite. Then it would seem logical to say that women are inherently more powerful than men. Why? Because as a, as a rule of thumb, women are far more likely to be in touch with their divine feminine, which is where unconditional love exists as a universal, as a universal principle than are men. That is not to say women were, women were stronger, more intelligent, or important. It simply means women are more powerful. Why? Because women have a much easier time accessing their feeling nature, which is where authentic love resides. The good news is the divine feminine being, being an omnipresent principle means men have equal access to it. The more willing someone is to embrace the divine feminine within their soul, the more likely they are to live openly in a day-to-day -day consciousness of unconditional love. Beyond the obvious, this is the metaphysical meaning and purpose of Mother's Day, celebrating the creative nature of nature. Yay! Now... For the record, Alona is in Switzerland, so she's going to be joining us via MP3 later on this afternoon. So everybody say, hey, Alona. Hey, hey Alona. 
Thank you for bringing Brittany to our experience. Now, we have, thank you, Brittany. Awesome. We have a little bit more from Dr. Jones's article shortly, and we'll share that momentarily with you. So let's touch on a little bit about what we're talking about here. And we're talking about, notice what he said, women are more in touch with their feelings. And we've known that for quite some time. Now, speaking as a child raised by a single mother, and we have several, right? We have seen the effects of what the limitation, the confines of the external world can do to those that are discriminated against based on race, gender, or for whatever reason. And so we have seen our mothers and our sisters struggle just to make ends meet sometimes, sometimes just to be taken seriously. And where we are now in the evolution of consciousness is that's no longer going to play out. So we have, a, we have a decision to make. Our decision is we're either going to evolve or we're going to just fade into the light. Well, many, many of us are choosing to evolve. And understand, in that choice to evolve, it's not about becoming more feminine. You're already, you're already as, as feminine as you're going to get, guys and ladies. It's simply about becoming more aware more aware, more feeling in tune with that nurturing energy that you already contain. It's becoming aware that every word that you speak has power. It's becoming aware that every time you visualize, you are saying to the universe, this is what we will express as now. And when you do that, you want to make sure, you really want to ensure that you're doing so from a sense, and an, a sense and a responsibility that if it's good for you and it hurts no one, then it's destined to demonstrate. Are you doing it from a sense of love and of joy? From a sense of, this isn't about making my life better. This is about bringing forward this evolution of source energy that is the evolution of the divine in the now. So it's about making the world better. And when you accomplish that, when you say every word I speak is to evolve a better avenue for source to experience the best of itself, then guess what? Any thought of demonstrating greater health, more love, abundance, whatever it may be, all of that just kind of falls into place. And it falls into place because the universe doesn't know of such things. The universe only knows of expressing loving and joyful energy as you. And then you get to decide. That's the neat thing. You get to decide, well, how do I want to express this energy that's flowing through me now? Where do I want to direct it to go? Well, let's have it direct into a greater love life. Let's have it directed into more vibrant health. Let's direct it into a greater expression of abundance. Oprah Winfrey said, follow your instincts. That's where true wisdom manifests itself. And what we're here to tell you is your instincts, that's your feeling. That's your feeling. So what are you feeling about your journey right now? What are your instincts telling you? Never ask, have I done the best that I can do with this? Because the answer is always no. The only question is, am I living in this moment? Am I manifesting in this moment all of the divine that I am capable 
of expressing and manifesting. And if we can answer that, then yes, this is a good moment. Because what's going to happen is, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you're going to want to express more of the divine. It's an endless source of flow, an endless expression of good. But if something in you, if your instincts are saying, no, we can do a little bit better, that's a cue. That's a calling. Let me heal that within me which needs to be healed so that I can move forward in the clarity of love and joy that I am and manifest, demonstrate, express all that needs to be expressed. The most wonderful metaphysician of all time, Bette Midler, once said, My idea of a superwoman is someone who scrubs her own floors. <laughs> and there's, there's this moniker that's been hung around the, the divine feminine for ta- far too long, and that is, you know, they have to be superwomen and supermoms to get ahead. And regardless of what our mothers do for, did for a living, I think we can all agree they were supermoms. Regardless of what our mothers do for a living, I think we can all agree they are super moms. And these are the folks that could do it all. And yet we get caught up in, well, they're supposed to do that. No, they weren't supposed to do anything but be the example to follow. And here we are in this journey at this time. And we get to choose and say, wow, that's what a mother should be. Or we can say, wow, that's what a powerful and dynamic expression of the divine mind of God looks like. And that's what I'm going to emulate. That's our choice. How will you choose to follow that example? And I get it. Not everyone, you know, some of us don't, don't are familiar with our biological mothers. And some of those relationships were not always Oh, um, constructive, peaches and cream. I was leaning towards, you know, June Cleaver, but that's okay, you get it. But understand something, the universe didn't leave you high and dry. 99.999% of the people that I've spoken with that have had issues with their mom, for whatever reason, there always seemed to be someone to fill that role of being that nurturing expression of source. So the universe always provides us the example if we are willing to follow. And those are the superwomen in our life. Phyllis Bottomay said, there are two ways of meeting difficulties. You either alter the difficulties or you alter yourself to meet them. You alter yourself to meet them. And alter yourself in this realm. To say, am I bringing forward pure, unconditional love? Am I nurturing my new ideas to come forward? Or am I simply cutting them off? Cutting them off because I feel there's something in my journey that's going to block or delay me. Well, the superwomen in our lives would never allow that to happen. They were there to nurture you. They were there to support you. They were there to be the cheerleader for you. And still are. So if you can accept that and then say, sometimes I have to be my own cheerleader. Sometimes I have to 
kick myself in the behind just like mom used to do. Then there are no difficulties. There are just paths to the evolution of your divine good. So I want to wrap up with Dr. Men Dr. Dennis Merritt Jones' article as it contains just profound insight for us. And I've asked to complete Dr. Dennis's article, Anthony Kovach, the son of Melanie Kovach, to assist us this morning in our message. So please welcome Anthony. Mother's Day can be an opportunity to celebrate our early mothers, thanking and honoring them for the amazing job they did in bringing us into the physical world. Using the very principle of the divine feminine to birth us, unconditionally love and nurture us for so many years, and then selflessly launch us on our own spiritual journey into the human experience. No doubt not everyone had such a happy and healthy relationship with their birth mother, which is why it's important to understand their unique relationship with the creative principle of life goes far beyond personalities. Perhaps equally as important, Mother's Day can be a chance for each of us to consciously reconnect with the principle of the divine feminine within ourselves, which is there, I mean, which is where the true power of unconditional love resides, waiting to embrace and nurture us, celebrate the divine feminine this Mother's Day, and notice how loved you really are. Thank you. So I just have to share, because the universe always supports you, and this is it. Um, Anthony, I, I asked Anthony to help, and Brittany to help with this probably a month ago, and let it be a surprise to their moms, and they both carried that out very, very well, and um, he just did awesome. You both did awesome. Thank you both very much. So look, the evolution of consciousness is occurring. We can't stop it. It's going to continue to flow. It's going to continue to evolve. It is the loving, unconditional, nurturing energy of source manifesting within and as all within the physical realm. And the mothers in our lives, the biological and the nun, serve as that divine example for us to follow. And we can no longer expect them to be the superwomen that we've expected them to be. We simply want to recognize them for what they are, that vibrant expression of source. Remember that old commercial years ago, how'd it go? Bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan, right? Those days are over. Those days are over. Because now they simply need to be allowed to be. To be without labels. To be without restrictions. They are the path to follow. And they are the path to follow because they are the divine feminine in manifested form. The divine feminine in manifested form. So, you know, I don't like to talk politics. I will just say, 
I will just say that we're birthing, we're giving birth to a new experience. And what we're seeing throughout the world is the hanging on of old ideas and old ways of being, old energy. It's my soundtrack. It's my soundtrack. I love it. Um, <laughs> and I think the one thing that everyone can agree to <laughs> that's just the universe saying, chew it up, chew it up. I think the one thing that everyone can agree to is the old ways of doing things, this masculine, forceful energy, really hasn't worked out well. It's time for a change. And the time for the change is here. We're witnessing it. And the reason we're not experiencing it full force right now is that old energy has to still burn itself out. And we're seeing it, we're seeing it, we're witnessing in real time burning itself out. And it will occur. Now what results of that, no political parties are going away, we're not going that far, but what is going away is this drive to not recognize the divine within all. What is going away is this lack of compassion throughout our experience. This lack of compassion when it comes to gender, race, gender equality. Can't do them all off the top of our head. Let it go. Let it go. There's nothing to fear. You know why there's nothing to fear? Because it's all God anyway. Carol Burnett said once, she was, she's my favorite comedian, she said that they asked her to describe what birth was like. And she said, if you could imagine taking your bottom lip and pulling it over the top of your head, and down, that's what it was like. Men couldn't do that, for the record. But understand, we're going through some labor pains right now. That's why the universe has just ripped up that lower drop lip and is pulling it over the top of our heads. And when it's done, when it's done, you'll find that you are creating, living, and being the most quintessential love that every time you speak, your word demonstrates because it loves to demonstrate through you that every time you visualize, you manifest because it loves to manifest as you. That every time you have a feeling that there's something in you that you want to evolve and make better, you will evolve and make it better. It will transcend. Because that's what it loves to do. You will begin to know yourself as just love. And that is the purpose of Mother's Day. And that is a quintessential love. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org 
forward slash donate.